The following content is not suitable for children. Here we go today, the sex improvement plan part two. Let's talk about this plan for the average Janes. What do you think, Lori? Ooh, I'm excited. Average Jane. Doesn't take much to excite you, does it? (laughs) That is the damn truth. All right. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. For a great personal lubricant, please check out uberlube.com and use the coupon foreplay to support us at the podcast. Thanks. So here we go. Last time we talked about the average Joe, and he's just getting more tactical. We want our listeners not just to enjoy some of what we're saying, but to leave with a plan that says, how how do we take this and incorporate this and measure tangible results? Okay. So again, we're breaking it down. We're trying to get people to notice on a score of 1 to 10, 1 being not so great, 10 being the best. How are they doing pre-sex, during sex, post-sex? We're breaking sex down into those three categories. Pre, before, anything ever happens, the next day, whatever. I mean, the previous day, the sex act itself, and afterwards. Okay. All right? And what we're really paying attention to is what is the state of the heart, What is the state of the mind and what is the state of the body being broken up into two parts, the genitals and the rest of our body, right? We want to give this score on a one to 10. So here we go. Average Jane. Average Jane. Before sex even happens. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're hours before you're doing dishes, you're sitting in your office, whatever it is you're doing. What would you give yourself on your, your heart score? Oh, my heart score is high. I mean, definitely a six or a seven. Okay. You know, I'm I'm trying to love thinking about creative ways, like what am I going to make for dinner? I know my husband loves he loves salad, and so I'm thinking about the special dressing I'm going to make. I'm thinking about you know maybe I'll stop at the store and I'll brine the pork chops because I really know he loves that and. You know, and I'm thinking about maybe the wine that he wants, or he usually has drinks, so maybe I'll, I don't know, I just want, I'm just like focused on him, thinking about our time together, thinking about, I'm so grateful it's the end of the day and we get to hang out together, so my heart score is really high. I can see it. Yeah. Just as you just immerse yourself in the details, it's like you could just wander down that road. It's so well developed, that heart muscle. It is. Absolutely. You know. How about, now we will He's going to build a fire. God, isn't it fire time already? I'm so ready for that. What would your score be for your mind? How erotic is it? Well, I, I would probably say a one. Wow. You know, I could think about us cuddling on the couch, maybe watching a movie. So affection is in my mind. You know, I'm, I'm definitely going to hug him when I see him grab his That's ass. That's that high, high heart score. <laughs> grab his right. ass. You didn't hear that. Oh, all right. Gee. I mean, so it's definitely a one in terms of, you know, my, my mind is, this is my mind, right? Yeah, it's not really cued into focusing on. Oh, no, no. I, I'm, 
I, I'm not necessarily. I know I haven't thought about sex yet. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Good. Nope. Again, very different than the average Joe, right? Who's, right. Who's put a lot of work into this already? Oh yeah. All right. So Definitely. now let's go into your body. How? How? What would your body score be? So my body score is longing to be touched, um, like, but affection. It's like right. I, I really look forward to that first hug. He usually gives me a really tight squeeze, and we play this game where he won't let me go. And so it, it feels really good, you know, okay. just to be held really tight and stuff like that. And So to be anticipating it, sitting on your desk, your body's already alive. You can feel the longing, the wanting to hug, the wanting to touch. That score would be a what for you? Yeah, that's a five. Okay. All right. And now what would your genitals be? Zero. Wow. Say more about that. I have not, no tingle, no thought, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay. I mean, just really affectionate, but, but definitely not a sexual thought in my head. Which is why we're trying to discern a difference between your overall physical body and your genitals. Yeah, I, right? oh, because yeah. Your definitely. body, is, you are engaged with your body and it's wanting touch. Uh-huh. And yet, you're, there's not, there's a disconnect. It's not really on your radar screen yet, your genitals. Yeah, yeah. I, I love to touch. I love to be touched. I mean, I walk past my, I don't think I ever walk past my husband and not touch him. And, you know, I just all kinds of fun things like that. Like I squeeze his yeah. biceps and, you know, I, I do all kinds of fun no. touch things, but. No, no, absolutely zero. Very interesting scores. I'm learning a lot here. Right on. <laughs> this average Jane. Average, average Jane, kids. Average Jane and average show really could coming at this from very different places. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get into the sex itself. Right, okay. and now you got a little foreplay. You're you're you're, you're into intercourse. How, how would you assess those same four? How's your how's your heart during sex itself? Okay, so you know. I'm, I'm going to distinguish a little intercourse from sex. So I would say that I come into it um, now anxiety is present. So my touch, you know, my, my body experience is lower, actually. Wow. It, it's probably like three. I mean, I enjoy the warmth. I enjoy skin on skin. But my anxiety is starting to be pervasive. My genitals are at zero. You don't see my eyes, but they're popping out of my head. Oh, I saw your like, eyes. This is like, whoa, it's, it's not the numbers eyes, I'm expecting. So this I, is... I saw your eyes, George. Right. And, you know, my... Um... Well, let me jump in here because you're yeah, racing yeah. and I will line like, that is shocking to me that your body score is higher before sex than during sex and what the anxiety actually does to you, right? You've been wanting this touch and this cuddle and this, and yet when it's coming for you because of that anxiety, all of a sudden the score drops. I'm like, wow. Exactly. Exactly. Because now suddenly I feel this pressure. He's going to want me to have an orgasm. He's going to want me to want it. And, Mm -hmm. and I really feel that pressure, this he wants me to want it. He wants me to be expressive about wanting it. He wants my body to respond. And suddenly, I feel so tense about that, my, my body score drops. 
and I think my my heart score there's it is actually dropping too. Not that I don't want to make him happy or please him. I do, but again, I I have a lot of dread that I won't perform, and so I won't please him, and so. I'm starting to withdraw my heart. You know, it's like, oh man, you know, afterwards he's going to want to talk about it. You know, just getting to the bed was a mind shift for me. So, I mean, I get into bed and he has an erection, right? And I'm like, oh man, I am at zero. And so all this performance anxiety is coming over me and I'm, I'm actually feeling more separate from him mm-hmm. in my mind. And my mind is just like, so my mind man. is going down too. I mean, lower score in terms of. I my, need to write this down. I'm a math person. <laughs> I need to see the numbers changing. Okay. So I just need to backtrack. Okay. So I'll the, go slow. I mean, it's fascinating. You're, you're, what, what I'm learning here is, you know, pre-sex, you're really focused on what you want and your body's responding to that, the longing for touch. Your heart is engaged. But during the sex itself, those, those scores drop, right? Because you're now focused on how am I going to respond and show I'm interested and do all I, of this I wanna, stuff. Yeah, so I'm, you I'm shift from rated. you to focusing on on the performance yeah, and yeah, that yeah. shift yeah. really low. So your heart score was high. It was seven, and it's dropping to what? Mm, three. Okay. Your body score, which was like a, what, six or seven? My, my affection score was six or seven, yeah. Right. And it's dropping to what? Like three and four, maybe two. Wow. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm suddenly like, you know, it, it's become so focused and I'm feeling like he, there's this rush, and so I, I, I'm not in that same space of feeling playful, like, okay, I can enjoy the whole sensation of my body. And I would say it's also dropping because I'm really worried about how he's thinking about me naked. Okay. You know, it's like, okay. I... I I would love to be relaxed and feel the skin on skin that I need to feel more arousal, but I'm really worried about what he's thinking about me naked. So that's like lots down, of turnoffs, re- down, yeah, lots re- of breaks, down happening. regulating my experience. And, and frankly, the shower would have worked really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just finish this up. Let's finish this okay. up the, during sex itself. So your general score, which it was really low, is also low here. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd say zero. Okay. Now here's a, another important one. Your mind. Well, what's it doing? It was low. It was at a zero one. Now what is it here? What are you doing to stay engaged? you find like you're going into more erotic places to try to get yourself going? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm like frantic. How how am I get how am I gonna rev the engine? Oh my god, how am I gonna rev the engine? And you know, I don't wanna fantasize because I I wanna be present with my husband, so I I feel guilty and bad if I'm thinking about something else. So and how so are you revving the engines? Um, that's a really good question. I'm 
I'm starting to be frustrated. I'm starting to be frustrated at him because he doesn't really know how to rev my engines and frustrated with myself. So then I feel this little irritation, which is separating me further. And I just, I don't know how to rev the engines. I don't know how to rev the engines. So what's your score? Two, one. I'm depressed here. Poor Jane. <laughs> There's a lot of low scores. Do you know that when my son, my, my oldest son, he was young at the time, actually, but he, he's a really good writer, and he helped me edit my book. And when he got done, he came to me, and, he's, and he was crying. He said, Mom, I feel so bad for what women have to go through. I mean, literally, you know, Reed. Yeah. You know, he was he was literally so touched and crying, and he was I don't know he's like twenty. Well, it's good to know we have to have the information to come up with a plan to improve that. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. When we come back, we're going to get to see what happens to Jane after sex. Well, we got to get to her orgasm so that there's a little better news. Okay. Just want to recommend to you again uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. This supports us at the podcast, and it is a great lubricant. I've been recommending it for years. I give out samples to all my patients. It has long-lasting performance without that sticky residue that hangs you up when you're making love. This is scent-free. It's taste-free. It's a beautiful feeling on your skin of soft and silky. It has only four ingredients and three types of high-grade silicone. There's a trace of vitamin E. It will not impact your pH balance. It doesn't change your hormones. It won't cause allergic reactions, which some of the lubricants out there do. So this is why I can highly recommend this one. It's also recommended by other thousands of doctors globally, and it's made here in the USA. It has discreet and classy packaging, which I love because I can keep it on my nightstand. It's a glass container with white lettering. Nobody would see it as any different than a perfume bottle. It's really high class. So please check out uberlube.com and use the coupon foreplay. Save 10% when you use the coupon foreplay at uberlube.com. George has a new module out for success and vulnerability. This is for all you therapists who listen to us, both EFT and anybody who's doing couples work. I just invite you to this. It's a fabulous training. Successinvulnerability.com is how you reach this and enroll. And this particular episode is really going to be about how to work with escalated couples, couples who are uh, angry and critical and in trouble. And, you know, it feels like the session is going really well. And then at the worst time possible, their partner interrupts. And the next thing you know, you just feel like all you've got is a thimble full of water to dump on this fire that is going crazy and that the session has gone all wrong. And he takes this module and he helps equip you with sort of practical tools of what to do in those key moments, um, which actually do occur even when you're doing good work. So, but basically you can take control of the session back. Again, successandvulnerability.com for all our couples therapists. If you want some specific help from George, I encourage you to enroll in this. George is the finest teacher I know. Okay, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for the better news here. <laughs> so we're going to have a little bump in these scores somehow. Some, something's happening here, Laurie, tell me. So, 
So anyway, I think at some point, maybe 25 minutes in, she starts just, it's like this little flame starts to catch fire suddenly. And it's about a three, like her, her body starts to feel about a three. And maybe, maybe there was something that they did that kind of caught her. Hey, there's a few people now here. <laughs> this is she must be in some fantasy. Something's going on here. I don't know how that they crept in here. <laughs> the two of them. All right, they okay. <laughs> so I think at some point, and it, it really is a long time in, that she she starts to feel arousal, and and it's like. It's not turned on. It's hard to describe. It's just like this beginning. And she's like, oh. I mean, I, I think that Jane feels tremendous relief. Like, okay, something finally is happening in my body. I can feel something in my genitals now. Okay. Whew. And she starts to feel a little more relaxed, him touching her breasts, her him touching her backside. You know, it's like that can start to feel good again. But she definitely has a sense of rush, like, oh, gosh, you know, because certainly by this time, right, this is if this is 25 minutes in, she's just hoping that he's okay with that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of self-consciousness about, I, I think how he's coping with all this and probably telling herself, you know, I took too long. But the fact that the, something is turning on is right. feels really good. And so she can smile at her husband. She can look at him. I think that at this point they've been naked for 20 minutes at least. And so she's not as self-conscious. He hasn't run from the room. So I guess it's okay. And so she starts, her body starts to relax some. And it kind of at that point, I think she enters the sensual moment, Mm -hmm. like skin on skin starts to feel really good. I think there is something like as she starts to climb the mountain toward arousal, like there's this moment, maybe that in terms of overall experience, like she starts to perspire, it it, it can be like a moment, you know, mm-hmm. like one minute she's she's just normal and the next minute she's perspiring. And that feels like a blush. And it's like, oh, good, you know, it's happening. So I, I think that somewhat her mind engages now in the erotic thoughts. She can start to think, ooh, I'd really like to do this. I'd, I'd really like him to do that to me. You know, maybe I'd like to have oral sex. I'd like to have this, that, and the other. And so now her mind starts to engage in sexual thoughts. Probably at that point, she's allowing, um, because she feels a little more relaxed, so she might be allowing memories. She might be allowing fantasies to come in. Well, I'm glad you say that because a lot of women I work with describe the importance of that, right, of that erotic component to kind of, as it starts to get up that mountain, 
right, to allow that brain to wander, to think about things. That's where the kind of risks will come in or kind of wanting to stretch the envelope. So you're, you're, you're saying that once the body starts to wake up, it really creates some momentum that yes. starts to build, right? And yeah, now but, these but, numbers start to change. Right. If I'm average Jane, though, man, the body has to wake up before that even becomes a possibility for me. Okay. You know, then there's like, I think as she goes up the mountain further, there becomes an intensity about the genitals. And there's kind of this like, how do I communicate what I'm needing? I think in terms of, if you think about the heart at this moment, there's a sense of, do I trust my partner? Even if I love my partner, do I trust my partner to really be explicit about what's going to get me there? And that's that seems to be kind of almost like a choice point. You know, I, uh, I don't know, you know, he's doing that. And it's like, oh, it's kind of working. But, you know, if he did that, it would be really good. But do I open my mouth and say that? And so that's, it's like, I know he loves me. I know he's told me a million times he wants to hear that. But he's off. And I've told him like 600 times, that's not the place. That's just kind of off. And so if I say that, I'm really risking criticizing him. And then we're going to destroy this moment. There's all this stuff going on in, in her head. And I think then there's a point of orgasm. like, And it's almost like right before you get to orgasm, suddenly, I mean, it, it's just this incredible experience of like suddenly you are all in in your body, you're in your genitals, and nothing seems to matter. Like you're not self-conscious anymore. You're really intensely in that moment, and then you have an orgasm, and it's sort of like an out-of-mind experience. So, well, as but, but it's like vulnerability, right? It's just, I think, I think doing that in front of your partner is this exquisite gift of okay i'm letting go in front of you and so that's that's trust that's heart that's mind being consistent sounds like women have to be a bit complicated we can't just give you a score for during sex there's a the 20 minute (laughs) while it's happening and then there's a score changes you know as we approach orgasm and and after orgasm so we're gonna yeah your numbers we're gonna need a whole nother we're gonna need a whole nother (laughs) podcast for this this yeah this grid thing but my number is the cleanness i was looking for a bit confused but it's it's a great process i mean again i can feel what i'm learning as these numbers move and what makes them move in the right direction versus not and what we can do for that, which I want to get to. So let's wrap this up with the post. Jane, what happens to you? You know, how do you feel after the orgasm? You know, in this afterglow place, what would you give your your heart score? Oh, definitely. Very high score. Okay. So like nine. Okay. You know, just uh, absolutely sense of merger and Good. one yeah definitely high what's score. your body score mm. um kind of yeah eight nine melted you know okay. melted in just this sense of feeling one feeling like feeling really relaxed for both affection and 
potentially more genital touch. It would depend. How about the, so the genital score is still online too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, cause you know, sometimes you would just be absolutely done with that, but right. other times you might think, okay, let's do number two. Okay. And how about the, the rest of your body? Relaxed at peace, being able to take in touch in, in a really nice way. Just, um, yeah. I mean, we say this right in therapy, you know, can you take that in? And and I think that in the afterglow, there's a sense of being able to take in touch. Right. Wow. Really, there's, there's some good news there, some really high scores in this yeah. afterglow department. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, how do we change these you didn't, numbers? Wait, you needed, you wanted to ask me about, I don't know what you <laughs> Where are you going to put this category, George? But it's like the the mind talking, you know, like also want to talk about um, the the DTR, you know, the determine the relationship, the state of the relationship, you know, want to, want to not necessarily just talk about the sexual experience. So average Jane, you know, could be, could be just feeling it, not necessarily wanting to rehash it. I'm interested to, we can get more into the nuances. What happens if you don't have an orgasm to those numbers versus oh, having an well, orgasm? Should, That's another podcast. Have. Oh, come I don't, on. I don't want to, we, I want to make sure we leave with a couple tips on how to change these scores. Okay. Right. So we have a few minutes left here and with these pre-scores right before these really how these low scores right it's not your genitals are not engaged right your erotic mind is not engaged right right you had high scores with affection the hearts the body mm. wants it like how would you increase those scores mm. i think that in the beginning thinking about it when when you're thinking about making dinner and that bottle of wine you're thinking about how am I going to feel relaxed? How am I going to feel maybe kind of more relaxed about sex? I mean, definitely when you're picking up the pork chops at the grocery store and the wine, you got to think about this romantic evening. What's the arc? Can it extend into the bedroom? And what, what might I like? You Mm -hmm. know, am I going to come home and take a bath first and, really just relax and come into my body. I think a bath is a really nice way for entering, just not necessarily a bath with your partner. I'm just talking about, you know, it's winter and you got cold feet and you got to just like wash the day off and sort of be in your body. So that might be something. Or, or just some sort of prime that connects you mind and body, you know, because all day long you're sort of in your mind you're in the rush of coming home and of course right. all that. And so how do you, how do you even connect mind and body? So you got to do that intentionally. Which when you were dating, that was happening, right? You take a shower and shave your legs and think about what we're going to do, where are we going to dinner? What's going to happen afterwards? 
Yeah. And for a lot of times, men, that's confusing. Like, how does that just fall off the radar screen? Because for men, it doesn't. Well, you know, that average Joe is thinking about it during the day. Right. Yeah. So I appreciate the just just trying to be more intentional beforehand to prime that pump to even think about it. Uh-huh. Right. And then you have sex itself. These scores, you know, are starting off really low. Getting, so you, getting into something more comfortable. There what's we go. that? Getting into something more comfortable. All right. Like when you change your work clothes, like think about that. Okay, go ahead, George. Sorry. Well, I feel bad that we we're running. We ran out of time here for these Dang. conversations. But again, it, this is really the start of something. We're really trying to get people to just pause, reflect upon their their love making and things that work in their mind, their hearts, their bodies, their generals, their right and. If you're not happy with those numbers, there are concrete, tangible, specific things that you can do that increase that. All it is is taking the time to assess it and make a plan. If I'm not happy with that score, let's make a plan. Be more intentional. Think more about your body. Bring more erotic thoughts into it. Read a book. Whatever it is, we can come up with a plan for that to really, really improve the quality of our sexual engagement. Okay. I didn't get to talk about all the other stuff. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Foreplay Radio. Keep it hot, yeah! And P.S., please tune in to our Patreon page so that you can catch the next exclusive episode and our next Facebook Live. We appreciate you joining us to spread this really important message. Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-4PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.